You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And welcome to a Friday night special. Dude, Friday night. For your distraction, switching up a little bit from our usual Saturday nights. Yeah, everybody parties on Saturday nights, you know? We're having a chill Friday. Well, we're partying tonight. Chill Friday. We're par- it's not chilling. We're chill partying. Friday. We're going chill hard. Friday. We're going hard. And this is the mid-season finale. It is. We got, uh, we got uh, a little bit of a break coming up. We're taking, we're taking a, about a month break after this week. Uh, I'm going to be traveling. We're going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff. Stay tuned for more content, though, on our YouTube channel. I might do some fun streams while I'm oh, away. Yeah. We're going to see. We're oh, gonna yeah. See. We're going to see which way the wind blows. Dude, the Disney videos are hot. I know that they shit's are. hot, man. I can, ah, fuck. <laughs> I'll take it to a whole new level. And then your wife's in the background. Scott, put that phone down now. Put the now. damn phone down and turn that off. Watch your children's smiling faces. <laughs> Who cares about views? We All care. Right. We care about okay. the views yes. here. We care. Yes. How we doing, Adam? I'm doing pretty good, Scott. Lovely. Relax. I'm chilled out. Friday night. I'm chilled out. I didn't make the uh, same mistake that I've made in the past few episodes. I didn't pregame before the podcast. I'm, so I made a mistake last last week. Um I told you about this rum that I got. It's a uh, very high proof rum. I decided yes. I decided to try it out. I wanted something a little different. I kind of stick to the same rums a little bit, same dark rum, spice rums. So I picked up something different. It's a lighter, lighter brown rum. It's 137 proof. It's 137 proof. Mistakes were made. I found out that's a great rum for me to drink when I'm not doing anything and I'm chilling out because a couple of those are rum and cokes. That'll take care of you for a while. Uh-huh. That'll take care of you for a while. But I'm not doing that this time, though. No. We're doing something else this time. You brought some beer. Beer of the show. Beer of the show. Beer of the show. We are drinking Penguin City beer. Now, the six-pack came with light and regular. You, sir, decided to pick the light. So we're going with light. the light first. Got to watch those calories. Penguin City beer. Not to be confused. It's from Youngstown, Ohio. I've never heard Youngstown, Ohio referred to as Penguin City. Um, I was trying to steal the penguins. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you know this. Penguins do not live in the Northern Hemisphere. I did not know that. You did know that. Did not. So, like, when you see Santa Claus hanging out with, like, penguins and talking snowmen, and none of those are a thing because penguins don't live in the North Pole. They live in the South Pole. And only the South Pole. You telling me that Rudolph Rednose claymation movie lied to me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I don't remember a penguin being in that movie. I swear there was a penguin. The Santa Claus. Oh, what's the one with Mickey Rooney where he voices Santa Claus where it says like origin story? I did A year see without that. a Santa Claus? I, I think that's it. I did not watch okay. it. That one, Topper, his little penguin pal Topper who wears a <laughs> scarf. Absolute bullshit. Shouldn't be a penguin there. 
fucking lying to you all the time as kids. But uh, yeah, penguins do not live in the northern hemisphere. You say Hollywood always so, lies. So I've never heard of Youngstown, Ohio referred to as Penguin City. Although Youngstown State University is located there, yeah. and their mascot is, in fact, the penguins. Those bastards. So maybe that's why. But a lot of people see this, they, they think of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Obviously, the NHL hockey. Yeah. I happen to be wearing my Pittsburgh Penguin shirt tonight, even though they just got bounced from the first round of the playoffs for the third year in a row. But who's bringing up old shit? Scott, what's not, going on with sports? Not like I'm what's salty. What's going on with sports? We never We're not talking... We're not talking sports right now. We're not now. talking sports right I'm now. I'm fucking angry at my Penguins for losing. Oh, man. The one time I bring up sports, Scott, that's the one time you get. I'm angry about it. If they would have been kicking ass, then I'd be all about sports. But no, we're not talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're talking about this beer. The Penguin City Light Beer from Youngstown, Ohio. It's a light beer, Adam. Yes. Light beers typically don't have wow factors. No, they don't. They do not. So what do you think of it? Um... I've had this before, so I want to know your Does opinion. the non-light version taste different than the light version I have here? Does it taste different? Light beers typically lighter. Yeah, they normally do, but I can't. Yes. But like, for example, well, no, here's the thing. So, Yingling, I love Yingling. Yingling and light Yingling, they don't taste that different. They really don't. I've had both back-to-back, and there's not that much of a difference in taste. So that's why I'm curious. Do, is there, because you had mentioned that, you know, light beers, yada, yada, well, this is light, but this is non-light. Is there a different taste of the non-light? We'll find out because we're going regular right. next. Um, definitely tastes like a light beer, not That's heavy. It is, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It's a, kind of a good summer beer, you know. It's a, mm-hmm. it quenches the thirst. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not great, but it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good for uh, you know summertime. It's hot out. I don't know if you noticed it was really hot out today. Yes. So this is like a good. This is a good mow in your lawn beer. That's what this is. A good shower beer. That's what this is. You love those. Dude, I haven't had a shower beer in a while. Well, it's what are you waiting for? I don't drink a lot of beer. How often I... do you shower? Uh, every day. That's at, how... least, at least once. That's how often you should have a Here's shower beer. Here's the problem, though. though. I don't... Unless I'm on the podcast, I don't actually drink that much beer. I find, I find beer makes me very dehydrated and it gives me a headache, so I... Drink a lot of liquor. So it would be me with my glass of rum, the 137 rum, just dancing around the shower drinking, getting <laughs> my, drunk off my ass. Then I bang my head off the shower faucet, and then boom, no more show. So, yeah, that's why I don't drink in the shower anymore. I don't want to die. It's for you folks. That's what it's for. So you're, you've turned away from the beer. I haven't you... turned my back on beer. I just don't drink it in my everyday. Oh. I just don't drink it in my everyday. That's too bad. See, I'm a beer fan. <clears throat> always have been, always will be. I might have mentioned this on the show in, in the past, but I've evolved and devolved with my yeah. beer. Yes. So uh, I was a beer snob for you a while. You became cultured, there. and then you became uncultured. So, so there's a story behind this. I, I was I was a beer snob. I would only drink certain micro brews and craft beers. That was that was the golden age of the, was the gold- podcast. Yes, because was. that was when we actually got some unique beers on here. Now it's like kind of the same thing over and over again. Yes, yes, and there's a method to my madness because <laughs> I was I would turn my nose up at people who were like, "I'm drinking Miller Lite, I'm drinking Natty." I was like, "You fucking uncultured swine!" I wanted a good beer with taste and. You know, that was me. That was me for a long period of time. Then last summer, last summer, something happened. Uh, I spent a lot of times, once a week, Wednesdays, we started going, hanging out at our pal Mike Deloney's house. He's got a swimming pool. So we'd kick it. We'd kick it by the pool. It was, it was COVID, so you couldn't do much. So we'd just hang out there and crush some beers. 
his uh, brother, Dominic, friend of the show, he's a little bit younger than us. Yeah. He uh, he was still in college at the time. What do you do when you're in college? Uh, you party. And party? You party? And you drink a ton more. of what? You drink a ton of beer. Beer, right. Beer. Specifically, what kind of beer when you're a college student? The cheapest beer you the can find. The cheapest beer you can find. Exactly. So Mike's fridge, because Dominic lived with Mike and commuted to college, his fridge was stocked with like the cheapest, crappiest beer you could think of. So when I'd go over there, that's what I was drinking. Yeah. And guess what? It wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad at all? Well, no. When you're right, when you're at a when you're at a pool party or you're just hanging out with uh, your friends, yeah, you drink cheap beer because you're not there to like drink good beer. You know, you're just there to you're there to have fun and drink. You're not there to taste some uh, good brewskis. When I go out to a restaurant, I could have like three pints of like a craft porter or a craft stout. Really nice micro brew, very tasty. After I finish the third one, I'm full, homie. I feel like I've had a meal. <coughs> They're heavy. Light beers, the cheap beers like this, dude. You could put down like a dozen. They're so easy. They go down and they. It's yeah, awesome. It's like water. You could just crash them. It's like water. Like it's all you can't do that with craft beer. Craft beers have higher alcohol content. They have more flavor, more taste, more body. Well, maybe you can't do that with them. Well, you, you don't <laughs> even drink beer. You just admitted it. <laughs> Point is, I'm on a cheap beer kick, thanks to the Deloney brothers, yeah. and that's kind of what we get with uh, the Penguin City. Yeah. So, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I've uh, had this yeah. before. Mm -hmm. It's it's relatively new. Local beer here in Youngstown, near, near where we live. I like it. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's not a it's not a bad beer. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Going back to our roots. Yeah, to the old roots of cheap beer, cheap jokes, um, cheap content as well. I guess is what you hey. say. I've been called a lot of things. Did you? But have, I resemble that remark. Have you been keeping up with the uh, Ellie Kemper situation going on with that? Who? Ellie Kemper, the the girl, woman who played in the office, she was on Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. You know, you know that woman. Oh, who was she on the office? She replaced Pam when Pam went to sales. She came in as the new secretary. Oh, she's new. like a Nazi or something, right? Or she's uh, a KKK member. Allegedly, people are claiming that she is. So, like the whole story, if you haven't uh, heard about it, <clears throat> apparently when she was like, apparently she went to Princeton. She comes from old money. Her family comes from old money. That that kind of that shady Scrooge old money. McDuck yeah, money. Yeah, like money where it's like, how did you make your wealth? Mm, I like don't know. Mr. Moneybags from Monopoly. Money. Like, like real old money. So she, like her grandfather had a monocle. Yeah, that's what you're telling. Okay. Yeah. So she, <coughs> pretty much. Okay, so cool. she. So she, apparently she went to Princeton and her freshman year of Princeton, Princeton Tigers. Yeah, there you go. There's sports uh, for you. Uh, apparently her freshman year of Princeton when she's like 19 years old, um, her family is a part of this like old society organization Ooh, called, secret society? yeah, it's called the Veil of Profit organization. Oh, I love me called. some secret society. These are some weird, kind of I weird people. I want to join a secret society. Do you really want to? Not the racist ones, but like a regular less race. I think they're all racist. I was going to so say, I Scott. I want to join a less racist. I think you're better off starting one. I think you're okay. better off starting one than just joining one. Well, so. On a scale of like really racist to a little bit racist, 
I would join the, the, the little there's bit a, racist. There's a scale of like, well, I don't like racism, but there's a scale where I'm going to be like, all right. There's just some kind of charm about like walking through a foyer with like exotic animal busts on the wall and then walking up to a bookshelf and like pulling on War and Peace and a secret passageway opens up. Like, that's fucking gnarly, dude. I would love to do that. All right, continue, continue. So the Veiled Profitable Organization, it originated in the late 1800s in St. Louis. And basically, it was an organization designed to, like, for the elites so they can keep their elitism and so they can stamp out any kind of, like, any kind of group organization or any type of of thing that wanted to like upset the status quo. That was kind of like their origins a little bit. Apparently they've evolved since then. They've started out. They, they don't claim this, but history says they started out as a very racist organization, but I guess in like the early 1900s, I, 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 the years in here somewhere, they actually allowed their first black person to be part in the of the early 1900s to, yeah to be part oh, of the organization progressive for the time though. i'm gonna find the date as we go through the story but i know that it was sometime in the 1900s that they did this um essentially they put on this this ball every i think it's like every year or something like that they call it the uh can't find i can't find the, the ball. name yeah they call it, it's basically a ball it's like a gala for you know all the rich people to go to all the kids of the rich people and stuff like that and every year they pick like somebody who is like essentially prom queen but there's a different version of it okay. like like the the head of the uh, gala and that year that ellie kemper went she was chosen as like the head of the gala like the like you, prom queen as person cho- like, you didn't do that line up and like run a train on you or something next? I'm picturing like Stanley Kubrick's like eyes wide shut shit. Like, I I don't know. It's one I, of those kind of. Like, I don't know. My imagination is getting the best of me here, but this is this is kind of interesting. Yeah. So, um, essentially, now she's being accused of because she was she her family is part of this organization mm-hmm. because she was young and she was involved at this ball. Her family. She's kind of being accused of like, well, she's racist. Let's cancel her and stuff like that. Okay. Like that's kind of that's kind of like the big story that's going on with her. Okay. I don't know if you if you're impressionable if you're an impressionable 19 year old, all right, and you're going to and you're going to this ball and you know think of yourself as 19, think of yourself as 19. You don't really know what's going on. You don't really know what's going on with your parents and stuff like that. You're still young and dumb. You're out of high school and stuff and everything like that. You, you'll go to something like that, right? You just said it yourself. You want to be part of it. I mean, when I was 19. There was three things I did. I played sports, I partied, and I chased girls. It was th- I practiced the three T's, Adam. Yeah. Do you know what the three T's are? What? Touchdowns, tequilas, and titties. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I lived by the three T's. So I, there was really no substance to 19-year-old me. 19-year-old me, me, me was really fucking basic. So, yeah, in, in that... In that in that avenue, I would have dove in hook, line, and sinker. So I found the paragraph that it was specifically talking about the ball itself. Okay. So it's a, okay. the Vail Profit Organization, um, starting in the early 1800s, like I said, in St. Louis, holds an annual debutante. That's the word I, I wasn't thinking. Debutante. debutante. Debutante event called the Veiled Profit Ball. Veil profit. Think about that word profit for a second. That's Ugh. that's that's a dangerous word. Yeah. Um, in which the daughter, specifically the daughter of one of the group's members, is crowned queen by a 
quote, veiled prophet, a secret member who wears white robes and a white veil covering his face. That's that's what that's that's the kind of shit she was getting into at nineteen. And what it doesn't say is the runner up has to put on the bee mask from <laughs> Nicholas Cage the Wicker Man. <laughs> I don't know. So we talk we've talked about cancel culture sometimes. We yeah. Talk, we talk about every yeah. now and then and, and things like that. Do you think in this sense there's no proof that she's directly involved with like a racist organization her family was involved with the organization she wasn't specifically mm -hmm. there's no proof that she ever had to like racist tweets back in the day there's no proof of any of that kind of stuff do you think she deserves to be canceled in all honesty it, it sounds awful it really does yeah. it sounds it sounds <laughs> terrible but here I am cracking jokes at it I can't take it serious yeah I can't I, like I like I am just <laughs> I'm being so satirical about this, but it's fucking real. The fact that this is real is hilarious to me. Like, yeah. what? Like, I am I am so far removed from being an elitist. It's 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 what's laughable. The, what's the secret society that like all the presidents were a part of and stuff? The like Freemasons. That? The Freemasons. Is that is that? There's yeah. so many, dude. Yeah. Okay, so Veil Prophet, Illuminati, Freemasons. Which one you picking? Uh, dude, I <laughs> yeah. there's a level of racism there. They're, I know, they're like, not they're all like, the same like, level. There's all levels of racism. I'm gonna say Illuminati only because I don't fucking know if they're real or do they do the shit they're supposedly supposed to do. Like according to Infowars and QAnon, they're like running the world. Yeah, and if that's fucking true, then I'll do that. But. I don't think you can just like pay your dues and join the Illuminati. I don't think that's a thing. You can like sign up and join the Freemasons like tomorrow. You have to go through all the really the cloak and dagger Dude, why bullshit. Don't we do that? Why don't we do that? My buddy, you live in fucking West Middlesex, Pennsylvania. There is a fucking late Masons Lodge a block away from your house. Really? Yes. Really? Right back there. My buddy is a member of it. <laughs> Dude, we should join the Freemasons. Just to say we I joined mean, the Freemasons. I mean, okay. Do a tally for me here. Keep track of this. All right, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull up my note notepad. You got to be white. Notepad. We got that check. Okay, so we got white. White. Male. Check to check to. Cisgender. Both of us got that. Straight. Christian. Did you check that box? Um, I'm, uh, I don't check that box. No. Oh, you're out. No, you're out. Well, you gotta have you gotta have a realist in there. You gotta have a realist. No, no, they yeah. don't want those. You, every now and then, you gotta have a realist. But, but, but I can do this because I'm a white, straight, cisgender Christian male. I, I check all the boxes. I could do this. I could do this. Dude, let's try to do it. So, so this is what we do. After we come back from our mid-season break. We are going to sign up for the Freemasons, and we're going to go through all the rigmarole and see if we can do it. I won't pay any money, but... Dude, I'm not killing anybody, though. I'm not doing that either. <laughs> Listen, any secret organization right now, I'm telling you right now, if you want me to join, I will keep your fucking secrets. My trap will be shut. I just want to know what the fuck is going on. I kind of just want to know. Like, I would, I would jack off... A dude, but that's about the extent of it. I don't think I'm doing much more than that. So I, I don't know. Do they do like 
sexy things or do they do like murdery things or I mean okay so they're presumably all male do we really want to do sexy things there? Like, do we really want well, to have, I like... I don't know, but do I have to? Do we really want to be naked under our robes with, like, a weird mask on and... I mean, this these are all legitimate questions. Like, is this a thing that I mean, happens? I feel like we got to answer these questions. Like, I feel like, in college, I never joined a frat for those reasons. I never wanted to fuck a goat. <laughs> that never appealed to me. Like... There's so many people who join fraternities. I, I don't understand fraternities. I don't understand the appeal. They're insanely popular. And, and I'm sure they do wonderful things. I'm <laughs> sure they're like, lots of fun. Go to but... college and like make some friends. Like Just do that. Yeah. like, like You don't need to join a frat or a sorority. Just go make some friends. I lived in Oakland Manor. And there was like five guys. We all rented a townhouse together. And for some, all intents and purposes, like, we did everything a fraternity would do. Minus paying dues to have friends, fucking goats, and doing community service. Like, we didn't do those things. We just had the big fucking bangers every weekend. I mean... What if we do that with the Freemasons? We're like, look, we're not going to join your organization, but we'll come and hang out. Listen, a lot of people don't understand. You know, if, if if you have a budget shortfall, a good way to make money is to get like five kegs and throw a banger. Five bucks for guys, three bucks for girls. You get a wristband and a cup and you drink till you puke. Like you make money. Like we didn't pay utilities in the two years I lived there. (laughs) Like we didn't, we had great internet. We didn't pay for that. The drunk college kids paid for that. Our house was a fucking pigsty. But oh well, we got free cable. Yeah. Like that's cool, yeah. right? Like I mean, it is what it is, I suppose. So why don't you do that now to help pay your bills? You know, location, location, location. You got a whole we. You got a whole backyard that you can cut that grass down and <laughs> set something. All about up. my backyard. You got dude. a large backyard. You got to do something dude, with it. You really want me to fix my backyard? Make a baseball field or something. Make it put. Why aren't you one of those dads that's put a tennis? If I build it, put they a, will come. Let's put a tennis net up there and have like volleyball. Like, hey, we're drinking beers and playing volleyball. Come on over. How have you not reached that stage yet? One word: ticks. <laughs> Do you fair. want Lyme's disease? Because that's how you get that's Lyme's fair. disease. That's fair. I've, have you ever have you ever had a tick on you before? Like the vid? like maybe eight times. Really? I've only had it once. I had it behind my ear though. Yeah, I had yeah. one. I get them all the time. Really? Yeah. It's the trick is you find them early and get them off you. If you leave them on for a period of time and they carry the tick-borne illnesses, then you're. How in did trouble. you? How did you remove the ticks? Like you fucking one. I got in between crazy in between my ring finger and my pinky, and I just like. Pulled it out? Pulled the son of a bitch out, yeah. You didn't, like, take a lighter to it or burn it or anything? It's not a leech. It's a tick. You don't take lighters to ticks? And... No, that's a leech. Really? Yeah, dude. Just pull them the fuck out. But you make sure, like, their heads come off. Yeah. Don't let I the always come thought, off. I always thought, so you know those long lighters? They kind of, like, light candles and stuff like that. Those, this is what they're designed for, light a furnace or whatever. Yeah, right. I used to, I always thought you took one of those, you, you lit it on fire, you turn it on, <laughs> And you let the metal like around the end heat up, and then once it gets proficiently hot, you turn it off and like press it against the tick, and it backs out. I mean, it might. That's all. That's what I thought you did. I, I've never done that, and I've had <coughs> lots of ticks on my body. Just 
pull the sons of bitches right out. I'm always afraid that the head's going to pop off in there, and I'm like, ooh, that's going to... Well, you got to make sure if it fucking does, then you pull the head out. Mm. That's, that's que- that makes me queasy. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Queasy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, swamp so, leeches. Swamp leeches. Yeah. Everybody check yourselves. Nobody else got hit? Sorry. <laughs> so I spoiled it for you a little bit. You saw a picture that I had up here that I'm going to show here in a second. Um... I'm going to read you the title of this article. Okay. And then we're going to go into it. A father and son noticed a stench in a Stegosaurus statue. They found a... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Say a stench and a Stegosaurus statue? near a Stegosaurus statue. Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus statue. Okay. They found a corpse on one of of its legs. A corpse? A corpse. So I'm going to pull this... A human corpse. A human corpse. This, I believe, is the... It's a paper mache uh, for the YouTube listeners. I have a picture pulled up here. It is a paper mache uh, stegosaurus. Right, right. And right here in one of these legs, I don't know which one, apparently uh, some dude got himself trapped and died. How <coughs> the fuck did the dude get up in there? I have no idea. Apparently there's like maybe like a hatch somewhere you can get in there or maybe squeeze in its mouth. I don't know how you could squeeze in that mouth. But yeah, this, so some dude... Um, so father and son smelled a foul odor coming from a dinosaur paper mache statue in the suburb of Barcelona. Ooh. That's where this is. Barcelona. A crack in the Stegosaurus's leg revealed a dead man inside. So he called the cops. This is a 39 year old man who was apparently, uh, found hours after he was reported missing. So he'd been missing for a while. And from what I understand, uh, the story is that, they don't know why. They don't have an- nobody has any answers. By the way, nobody knows why this person decided to get into Stegosaurus. But this dude just put himself in the Stegosaurus. Their main theory is that uh, he dropped his phone in like one of the legs. Like he was just chilling in the belly of the Stegosaurus and like just playing with his phone. And then he dropped his phone, so he like reached down to get it and then fell into the leg and was just like trapped there and like suffocated or whatever. That's like the main theory they have because they can't understand why he was trapped in the leg. Like, if you, it's okay, so it's a paper mache statue. How are you not yelling your ass off? I, if you're stuck in that leg, upside, I'm assuming he's upside down. Like, he reached down into the leg and like fell forward. So, it's like, I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist at all. But I've fucked around with like paper mache and like, we all have, like middle school. We all have. Like, I feel like you could fucking break that shit. I'm assuming this is some hardcore paper mache. They this must is some like, next level stuff. Yeah, because it's a statue. They Maybe they put some kind of lacquer on the outside yeah. to seal it in. <clears throat> like, there's no detective. Like, you're in Spain. You're not that far away from, like, Great Britain. Like, get yeah. somebody from fucking Scotland Yard. I've seen enough of Sherlock Holmes's shit. I know they have somebody there who can figure this out. Yeah. Like... How and why? Like, there's got to be a way he got in there. Apparently, he um, they're waiting for an autopsy. They think that he was in there for a couple days. A couple days. Yeah. Well, he started to stink. Yeah. So yeah, it probably got who really know, hot. Who, know, who knows how long he was in there before he died? Like, stuck down there. That's got to suck. Like, if you're claustrophobic and afraid of the dark, you've hit both your uh, scare tactics points right there. Dear God. I mean that's that's a good nomination for a Darwin Award. It absolutely is, hundred percent. Like, so dinosaur eats man <laughs> is what you're telling me. Uh, finally, yes. yes, a dinosaur killed somebody. 
Yes. I've seen enough Jurassic Park to know this doesn't end well. So when you said, before we actually went live on Facebook, when you said, uh, when you saw the picture, life finds a way. Life found a way. Found a way to end. But life did find a way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You have any stories you want to talk about? Anything coming up? Uh, just got my big trip coming up, which is kind of cool. I'll report back on that when I get back. I think, Very I think there's something else that we wanted to talk about. Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, the Spider-Man thing. So, uh, it's a Disney-related story, so I'll bring this up. I just saw a brief video of it. I, don't I saw really it on know. TikTok. So, yeah, man, it's... You would be better explaining this because you're a big robot fan you love yourself some robots the boston i wish robotics I was, company i wish i was smart enough to build them i'm not but i do love watching these robot videos and basically it's the video that i saw on tiktok was a time-lapse thing where i don't know if they edited together a bunch of videos or whatever but basically it was a progression of this robot exoskeleton that could do flips in the air like Spider-Man can in the movies and the cartoons and the video games and everything like that. And you could see as the video goes on that it evolves over time. It gets more parts added to it. It becomes bigger. It starts to look more and more like a man. But essentially, they attach this robot to the string. And they catapult this thing through the air. And when it catapults, it itself is able to do the movements where it flips around, does like a bunch of backflips and things like that, looking exactly like Spider-Man. They're going to take Tom Holland's job. That's, they're going after Tom Holland's job next. That's what's going on. It can't land. That's for sure. I was waiting for it to land. It can't stick the landing, but it's, it looks pretty impressive. What yeah, they did. it was really, really cool. Um, I believe it was Disneyland in was California. It? They opened up uh, the Avengers Campus. Yeah. And it's one of their gimmicks there, but it's the first one. You send me all those Boston Robotics Company videos. <coughs> Anybody who thinks their job is safe from a robot, you're not. The only jobs that are safe from pro or robots are like engineers and programmers. Like that's kind of people who make the robots. Yes, the people who make them and take every other and maintain job. their upkeep. They're the only ones safe. When every a robot can then design <coughs> other robots, that's when we're fucked. Yes, that's, that's when, when Skynet that's when comes alive. Everybody's alive. done. Everybody's finished. Yes. If you think if you're sitting at home and you're or you're listening to this video, you're driving in your car to work, and you're thinking robots not going to take my job. Go to Boston Robotics YouTube and get your shit scared. That's all I'm going to say. Get your shit scared. You send me those videos all the time, and they're pretty cool. They're yes. pretty cool. But they're all done in a laboratory. They're all theoretical. They're all... This is not the, the Not the dot. The dog. The dog thing is actually used. Yeah, that, but... That thing is used. But this is the first... But it's used by them. No, 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 no. It's out there being used, too. During... I can't remember which country did it, but... There was one country that during the whole COVID thing and quarantine was happening, they were trying to keep everybody uh, going. I read the story. I don't know how true it is because I didn't really do that much research into it. But I read a story where they actually got those dogs and they had the patrolling up and down the streets with like little speakers on them, like giving out announcements and things like that and making sure that people stayed like off the streets when it was like hardcore uh, lockdown. It wasn't in the United States, I don't think. All right. So this is the first time <laughs> I've seen it practically used in the united states this kind of yeah robots this artificial intelligence this to that level it's it's fucking amazing yeah it's fucking amazing go there you'll see i've i've heard some people say things like i work in a factory i work on a forklift or i work you know in shipping and stuff like that nobody's gonna take my job they have robots at boston robotics that are buzzing around on two legs with wheels on them Bending down, picking up 50-pound crates, and then buzzing around, just going over. 
go Google any video or YouTube any video of an Amazon factory, an Amazon shipping uh, uh, center. Google any of that. It's all fucking robots just buzzing around. They're square, basically squares on wheels. They're the basic of ro- basics of robots, but they're fucking buzzing around and shit like that through the factory. Squares on wheels, like <coughs> like Rosie from the Jetsons. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, we had a good run. Yeah. It was it was good while it lasted. You know what a robot can't do though, and I'm here saying it right now: a robot can't podcast. A robot can't podcast. Fast forward to a robot podcasting. <laughs> Honestly. Bad batch. Bad batch. We uh. We just watched it. Yeah, we had so we had a couple busy days, the two of us, between the two of us. So we sat down before we uh, recorded and uh, watched Bad Batch, latest episode. And I, I agree with you. <coughs> I like Bad Batch. I do. I enjoy it. It's not that I dislike it, but it doesn't do it for me like... We're talking Disney Plus here? Yes. Mandalorian and WandaVision. Yes. Those two shows are fucking incredible. Anytime the new Mandalorian was coming out, anytime the new WandaVision was coming out. It was an event. Like, I would specifically I would, make dinner, like, get it ready, pour myself a rum and coke, but like, let's sit down and watch Mandalorian. Like those two shows. Yeah. Like, I even liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought it was good. Which are the regular ones. Okay, yeah. But it wasn't anything, anything like those other two. So I enjoy Bad Batch, but it's not... It's not giving me a rock hard boner excitement for it like the other shows did. And that's disappointing. This one tastes better. My God. The non light tastes a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, you picked light for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well. It's like I said, my experience with light versus not light is hingling and they taste the same pretty much. All right. Yeah, you're right. (coughs) Bad Batch. I'm not, I don't want to say I find it boring because it's not really boring. It's something to watch, but it's. Like you said, I'm not excited to watch it. I'm kind of whatever. When you when you came over here and you were like, by the way, I didn't watch Bad Batch. And I said, I didn't watch Bad Batch either. My first thought wasn't, let's watch it now. My first thought was, oh, well, and then move on. That was kind of my first thought. And then you said, let's watch it. I was like, all right, I guess we can do that. So we watched it. Um, they brought back a couple characters that you don't know that I know from the last season of yeah. Clone Wars, season seven. It was... Um, don't remember the names. Trace and some other, and her sister, some other person. You know them if you watch season seven of Clone Wars when Ahsoka left the Jedi Temple and she went down to like the lower cities of like, uh, what's the planet? Fuck. Coruscant. Coruscant, thank you. I knew it was a C, I just couldn't remember what it was. I was thinking croissant. That was my, croissant. That's what I was thinking. That was going through my head. for a croissant. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going through my head and I was like, it's not fucking croissant. Coruscant. So they went, she went down to lower uh, cities in the slums of Coruscant, and that's where she kind of like met them, and they had some wacky adventures dealing with like some mob bosses and some like loan sharks or whatever the fuck they were doing. So they got to know each other. We were talking about it when we were watching the episode. At the end of it, they were talking to somebody. We believe it's Ahsoka. Because they didn't show the person's face. <clears throat> they didn't show the voice. They just showed the back of what looked like a cloak. Yeah. So we assume it's Ahsoka. The the Bad Batch is looking for Rex because he's the only other clone that didn't get affected by Order 66 besides our uh, family man back on that shithole planet. So, yeah, that's kind of where it's at. The actual meat of the episode kind of doesn't matter. They've been tasked to infiltrate this droid 
decommissioning center where they're taking apart droids and melting them down and everything. And they got to steal some, like, the head of, like, one of the command droids so that they can get the plans or whatever kind of bullshit. I don't mean, I didn't really care. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. It wasn't a lot of action. The, the best part of that whole episode was you got to see them pull an, as you said, iRobot and reactivate the droids so they can all fight yeah. the, the police droids. So Yeah, the battle droids were fighting the police droids while they were able to make their escape. It was kind of the cool scene. You said that you said this. Why the fuck is this bitch going with them on these missions? Omega? Yeah, Omega, your favorite name. Why is she doing Yeah, I said that. Like This is a dangerous fucking mission. I get it. She's like, "No, I'm coming with you." That was my Russian accent. That's when you yeah. hit her with the stun gun and be like, "See you later, bitch." Like she's going to die. Yes. Like you are going to get fucking murdered. Yeah. This, these aren't easy missions that they're going on. No. Like, Wrecker almost died. We saw that happen. We saw that uh, Wrecker is... Uh, his Order 66 gland is kind of kind of activating. I like there. that. Order 66 gland. Yeah, his Order 66 his gland. His chip. You called it. You called I it did. before I it s- happened. I said it five seconds before he actually started spouting, oh, good soldier, blah, blah, blah. I said it five seconds ago. I was like, oh, yeah, a few episodes ago, I called it like, hey... He's his head. They keep focus on his head pain. I guarantee yeah. his, his gland's going to reactivate and he's going to be all like three out of the last four episodes. He keeps getting concussions and it's so not I'm even like, okay, it's a reoccurring concussion. He's going to have CTE, but no, he's... but it's not even like because he got the head pain that I thought of it. It's because he got the head pain and then would the camera would hyper focus on him and it plays some like ominous music. And I was like, foreshadowing. Right, I was like, yeah, you're telling me what's going on. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. But uh, Bad Batch, I know. I get it. You know what he needs? He needs some medical marijuana to help him. I was just going to say, he needs, he needs a little weed. A little weed will set him straight. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. Give the little weed to that sniper, too. It might set his ass. Give, the whole, give weed to the whole army. Give the... Give the give weed to the entire empire, Darth Sidious, Darth Vader. He won't be able to feel those fucking burns and those ro- robot limbs anymore. The empire needs to invest in weed. They would have taken over the whole fucking galaxy super easily. They they would have taken over the whole damn galaxy. Can you imagine an army of stone stormtroopers? <laughs> they would take care of themselves. That's what they would do. Give me some of that blue milk. I got a anchor for that blue milk. I got the munchies. So do we know how many... I don't know off the top of my head how many episodes are left of Bad Batch. I don't know. I, gotta, I assume like eight. I assume there's eight, eight episodes total. So when we come back after our small hiatus, we'll probably just finish the series. Yeah, we'll just do like a compilation of the rest of what right. happened. Each individual episode doesn't seem to matter. It's the overarching story of what's going on with the Bad Batch. And Correct. Omega, as you like to say. So. Omega! Yeah. We'll see Ahsoka come back. I assume we're going to see Rex. Yada, yada, yada. You know what is pissing me off, though? So, the past, like, five episodes, they've been like, we got to go undercover. We got to go undercover. We got to lay low. We got to, like, get under traffic. Meanwhile, Hunter is wearing that same fucking bandana every single goddamn episode, even when he goes into, like, the towns where there's other stormtroopers and shit like that. It's like, okay, they're all clones. But you guys stick out like a sore thumb. Everybody knows the bad. Pretty much everybody knows the bad batch. Every I would assume every stormtrooper because they were the losers. Uh, they were the uh, geeks at the table in the cafeteria. So I'm assuming at least somebody would be like, "Hey, I know what that fucking bandana is. You prick, get over here. Take off that bandana." That's all I'm saying. Stop being a prick. It's his look, man. Yeah, but you can, it's got a look. He's got a scar too. He can't have all the fucking looks. He can't have a bandana, a scar. It's too many looks. It's too many. Calling it here. 
Scott. Mm. Coercive cinema time. Coercive cinema. It's time to talk about coercive mm. cinema. Now, to remind the folks, the movies that we watched, you had me watch the movie Milk Money on Amazon Prime, and I had you watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil, also on Prime. I think it's my turn to go first this time. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Milk Money... Uh, oh yeah, you you brought this back. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, I keep forgetting to do it um, for all you on Facebook and YouTube. For you, if you're not watching on there, I like it. Yeah, yeah the, the cover art. Yeah, that's that's what the movies look like if you didn't watch the damn things. Um, Milk Money is a coming of age story. Very much feels like it's not the same story, but it feels a lot like Pretty Woman kind of. Kind of, yeah. It feels like elements. Of feels pretty- a lot like that. It's a coming of age story about these kids. You know, they're adolescents going through puberty. They're the first cusping of puberty. You know, they're looking at girls. <clears throat> you've got the three buddies. You got the geeky one. You got the cool one. And then you got the future pot smoker who is just going to be chill and just bring pot to all the parties. That's pretty much what he is. You know, he's a chill dude. Um, they're all hanging out and they realize, hey, you know what? We want to see a real naked woman. They're watching some like, I don't know. 80s porn or some shit like that on, on their TV. And like, we want to see a real naked woman. So they, they concoct the idea to take lunch money and then go to the city so they can find a hooker. What city was it? Uh, I forgot. It was Pittsburgh. Was it Pittsburgh? Yeah. I, I, I didn't since you know say this. that, I, I was... I didn't know this. I just rewatched it to refresh my memory so I could talk about it with really? you. And I used to love this movie as a kid. Rewatching, I was kind of like, "Ooh, this is cringy. Ooh, this doesn't hold yeah. up. Yeah. Ooh, and then all of a yeah, sudden, all of a sudden, they like go to the city, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's Pittsburgh!" And then they're like walking around Pittsburgh, and there's like hookers everywhere, and like bums, and like murderers, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, is that how it was in 1993? <laughs> like, I think I lived in Pittsburgh in 1991, and I don't remember there being hookers everywhere. Yeah, like I, that would be cool. Yeah." Like, they're probably there. I'm sure they are, but... But just, it was broad daylight, and these 12-year-old boys were, like, walking up to girls on the street, like... Tapping on the shoulder. Hey, you, are you a hooker? Like, what the fuck, Are you a hooker? Man? Can we see you naked? One kid got slapped. Yeah, I, I, I checked it out. It was it was kind of interesting. Um, the movie was actually filmed in a town called Lexington, Ohio, which is a suburb of Cincinnati. Very small. Very so small. It, was, it was filmed in Cincinnati... But they said the downtown appearance of Cincinnati looks stupid, but the downtown appearance, like the skyscrapers of Pittsburgh, look awesome. Yeah. They use it in a shit ton of movies. Yeah. So that's why they just used the city of Pittsburgh for the city scenes. Everything else is actually like right outside Cincinnati, right. Ohio. Yeah. Um. So through a whole happenstance events, the boys meet this hooker played by Melanie Griffith. Griffith, who looks awesome. She does. She looks great. In like this movie. she looks incredible in this movie and she's like old now. Well, I still really like her, but yeah. man, she was a dimer in this movie. There's a lot of things that happened in this movie where I'm like, if you made this movie today like this, she would not be the sweetheart that you're rooting for. She, right. everybody'd be like, you need to call the fucking cops on her. Cause it's seriously right. because they pay, they, the kid pays her. Be like, hey, you know, we want to see you naked. We, you know, we, you need money. You know, your pimp's coming after you. Mm-hmm. We want to see some titties. Like, let, let's work out a deal here. Mm-hmm. So she takes him to a hotel or apartment or some, some shit like that. Some hotel. <laughs> yeah, and I'm assuming it's her place because there's like 
a red bulb and stuff like that that she turns on like a red lantern so like setting the mood and then she takes off her shirt and shows them the goods. Yeah, she takes your gear yeah. down and the the main the main kid closes his eyes. He's like, I want to be a gentleman. Fucking pussy. Like you just spent <laughs> all this money to see these tits. You came to the city to see tits. Yes. It's go time. Yeah. It's fucking go time and you're gonna bitch out. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, whatever. Um so she they can't get a ride back, so she steals her pimp's car. To like, he's a he's a he's a douchebag. Don't worry about it. He's not gonna miss it. Uh, steals steals uh, his car so that he can drive them back to their homes. Now here's my thing. I don't understand why she dropped them off at their houses. It's a small town. These boys are used to walking all over the they fucking. They had bikes. Place. They had bikes, and their bikes got stolen. That's why. Well, that's fine. But what my point is, don't drop them off at their houses. Get into town and be like, all right, you're in town. Buy, and then take off. They'll find their way home. They're in the small town. It's a white. It's a it's a Brady Bunch town. Like they'll they'll make it home. Don't worry about it. Like she goes to each one of the house and drops them off, and then through movie magic, her car breaks down in front of the main kid's house, whose dad is played by Ed Harris. I was surprised love to see Ed, Ed Harris. Harris. I love Ed Harris. I was surprised to see him. Dude's got some veiny fucking arms in this movie. Yeah. Like dude worked out hard. Probably still does, but holy shit. Yeah, dude. I love Ed Harris. He plays like a teacher at the school or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Kid conducts, concocts this plan of like, I'm going to meet cute these guys because my mom was died during childbirth or when I was a baby or whatever and I never met her. So, you know, this chick's a blonde. She's good to go. Let's connect, connect him with my dad. My dad's got a type. Yeah, it's, it's blonde bimbos. Let's go. It's dirty blondes. So, yeah, that's kind of the crux of the movie that's the crux of the first half of the movie I'm, I'm sorry because real quick ed harris turns turns the other cheek and is like let's let's get fucked let's i'm sorry let's make love as he likes to say um so yeah i was surprised i that happened usually that kind of moment in a movie happens at like the climax like the end when there's like 15 minutes left and it's like oh you know i like you for you it doesn't matter if you're sucking off other dudes 37 what yeah. Trying to um, suck any dick on the way from the parking lot. <laughs> so, and I was, and that happened, and I looked at the time, and I was like, there's still like 45 minutes left in this fucking movie. Holy shit. Um, and then a whole other fucking movie starts, by the way. The sequel starts, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> the sequel happens now, where the pimp's boss, who is Malcolm in charge McDowell. of him, Malcolm McDowell, a surprise to see him, too. <laughs> such like, a small like, role. What the fuck? Such a, such a great actor doing such a like, stupid role. Yeah, like. he's such an amazing actor. <laughs> you could tell he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit there in this whole fucking movie. Did not care. His most of his time is spent driving to the place in a car. Most of his time in the movie is in the car yes, exactly. with with the uh, former pimps that he killed. Uh, main bitch, I guess, is what you would say in his pimp bottom. terms. Yeah, his bottom his bitch. Bottom, yeah. So that's he spends most of the movie in the car. I'm like, that's the easiest fucking paycheck this dude made. Easiest paycheck ever. This is too funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they get to the place and, you know, that's the whole conflict of, I want to stay with you, but my pimp's boss is here to kill me because he thinks I stole a bunch of money. I got to leave. But I'm going to actually come back to the dance and dance with your uh, son who was drawing uh, anatomical. Oh, Jesus. That was a cringy part. Yeah. How did he not get fucking suspended for that? So his whole thing is he's failing 
anatomy? Ironically, anatomy. They're Why doing they sex taking... ed. They're doing basically sex ed. Not sex ed, but they're doing like female anatomy. But they're 12 years old. <clears throat> yes. It's like they're ta- they're learning about the urethra. They're I, learning about the the all the other body I parts. I mean, maybe that's a normal thing. I did that shit <clears throat> in high school. Yeah, that's what I did too. That's why I did it too. So, but his his whole thing is he's failing, and for some reason in this class, the teacher's like, "You're failing. You have to do an oral presentation talking about all the female body parts in front of the class." I'd be like, no, give me the F. Which, I'm 12 said, years old. I don't want to talk said, about that shit. She said, with visual aids. With visual aids? She did say that. I'm like, what the fuck? She did say that shit. So what does he do? He brings the hooker into the classroom. Yeah, he, But he does this scheme. It's it's like it's like straight out of Mighty Ducks or Home yeah. Alone. How he gets the teacher out of the room. Yeah. And fucking Mrs. Johnson, you have a, Mr. Johnson, you have a phone call and he leaves and boom. And somehow he thinks he's going to pass. Somebody thinks he's going to get a good rate on this or whatever. She climbs through the second story window, by the <laughs> way. The second story window? <laughs> the second story window. She, just, she, she doesn't even climb. The camera pans over and her ass is on the window. So and she swings her leg over like she just sat on the window. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Because she fucking leaps out of that window at the end. She jumps out of the fucking window with grace, mind you. <laughs> With grace in air. Then when the teacher, because teacher comes back to the room, she's locked out. She's looking through the window. She's seeing what's happening in this room. She's wearing she's wearing sh- some these cute a short body shorts, suit. A but body she's wearing suit. a bodysuit underneath it. So she unzips the pants and uh, the bu- uh, the button of the shorts, and she pulls it down. And so he's drawing on the bodysuit like correctly where the body parts are. Here's the 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 the, the fucking. Uh, Shit and stuff like it. I can't think of the name of the, uh, the. I didn't do well in anatomy. I didn't get the names right. I forgot them. I but he basically draws like where they are, like the fallopian tubes. And there the you uter- go. The, fallopian- the uterus. There you go. The- Thank you. He's going over all the. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, he he goes through the parts. He's drawing them and stuff like that. And everybody's giggling. They're like cheering, like yeah, yeah. You brought the fucking slut in the classroom and drew on her. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, it's literally like wow. yeah. So and then. She, so the teacher unlocks the door, she gets in, goes finally. into the classroom. Meanwhile, she's the hooker's just up there standing there. And as she's halfway up the fuck room, she all of a sudden makes the decision of like, I guess I better leave. And she bails out. Mind you, everybody knows she's here. It's a small fucking town. Everybody saw her when she first got out of the town tr- on the street trying to get some fucking tail, trying to make some money and shit like that. You know, you know, trying to get after the priest and everything. Everybody knows who she is. What she thinks she could. You had a twelve-year-old drawing on your body parts, and you think you're not going to get in trouble? What? She but they does, didn't. She doesn't. Yeah. That's but the, they didn't. The kid didn't even get in trouble. It was like it was like the teacher was from from the. How does she 90s. not immediately call his dad? Like exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck school is this? Yeah, it was it was like a '90s Mentos commercial where something yeah. crazy. I mean, the teacher just looks at him and goes, "Yeah," <laughs> shaking your fist. Yeah, it, that's what it was. And I'm I'm sitting here. I smoked a little while I was watching. I was smoking a little, and I'm sitting here like, "What the fuck is going on?" No, you didn't have to smoke. It I was didn't have what to. the fuck is going on? Like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Shit. The movie culminates in. Oh, the car chase. The car chase. The fucking car chase. So, 
Dude, I'm glad you had fun with this. I'm glad oh, you had fun with it's this. It's not a good movie. No, but it's fun. It's a fun to talk about. It wasn't fun to watch. It's fun to That's talk about. That's why I wanted to talk about so it. So Malcolm McDowell's character finds her at the dance for reasons. I don't remember why. Finds her at the dance. He saw the car. Yeah, saw the car. There it is. Be- oh, yeah, because Ed Harris finally fixed the car and then drove it up and he... As he was driving by, he's like, hey, that's that pimp's car. The fucking regular-ass blue yeah. piece of shit. Um, so he goes in the dance, and Ed Harris is punching out this other dude who apparently cheated on his wife with the hooker, like yeah. hired her and shit like that. They're having a fight in the middle of this middle school dance, just fucking fisticuff. Ed Harris is popping this dude left and right, whooping his ass, he's by the way. He's a teacher at this school? <clears throat> uh, no, he, I don't think he was a teacher... I don't think it was a teacher at the school. Ed Harris is a teacher at the school. The other guy is not. Ed Harris was a teacher yes. at the school. Yes. So he fights a parent at the school. In fairness, though, <laughs> the par- in fairness, though, the parent did fuck up and come to him. And because he, he was like, he wants her out of here because, you know, he fucked the hooker and shit like that. So he walks up and taps Ed Harris on the shoulder. He's like, can't believe you brought that slut. You've got a lot of nerve <laughs> bringing that slut here. Yeah. And Ed Harris is like. I will challenge you for the honor of my lady. Oh, he whoops his Lined ass. Lined up. Yeah, you said it yourself. Ed Harris had some fucking guns. Yeah, he was I wouldn't rocking. fuck with him. But this dude decided to. <laughs> yeah. This dude decided in the middle of a middle school dance to go up to this dude and tap on the shoulder. You got a lot of nerve bringing that slut in here. Ed Harris fucked him up. Yeah. The guy made a bad, bad choice. Yeah, you chose poorly. <laughs> I'm sorry. You fucked up. Um, so some shenanigans goes on. Kids pull the fire alarm, you know... Uh, Hooker gets away from Malcolm Adal's character. The kids rescue her in the blue tr- car, which we find out has a bunch of fucking money, and that's why Malcolm Adal's character is coming after her. And she gets in the car and doesn't immediately shove the fucking kid over and take over the driver's she seat. Lets the All little three kid drive. kids are in there, and they can't the dude reach the pedal. Peels out. He fucking takes off, and then you got the other dude, the cool dude, on the floor working the pedals. Not a very good job. I didn't see a lot of break going on there, but I but whatever. Meanwhile, Malcolm Dow's character is screaming behind him. They're going all through the fucking town, getting on the sidewalks. I'm like, this is a tiny fucking town. Where the fucking cops? They came. They were late. It's like, what the fuck? This is a tiny town. Where are all the goddamn cops? And she has... They were busy making sure black people weren't in their town. Because I don't know if you noticed, there were none in this movie. There was no black people at all. Zero. None whatsoever. (laughs) I did notice that, yeah. So they they have the classic... The train's coming. We got to either break or, you know, beat the train. The kids are like, break, break, break. This hooker's like, no, gas it. Punch <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Well, she's going to get murdered by the pimp. Yeah. So she had to get There's out three of boys there, though. There's she's three taking them with her. She's taking them with her. <laughs> and they get to the other side of the train, you know, Malcolm Adele's, oh, shucks, kicking the dirt and everything like that. Oh, I can't get to them. And then the car explodes. Because they uh, revved that engine a little too hot and it blew up. Mm. Not with them in it. They escaped. They managed to escape before it happened. Um, and then, you know, it, the movie ends with, you know, she stole one of the backpacks that the kid had. And, you know, it turns out all the money wasn't there. She's $250,000 richer now. She went back and bought the land that Ed Harris was trying to protect and bought an ice cream shop. Let's talk about, let's talk about a plot hole <coughs> that was like, that was such a problem. So I don't really know how sex work works. So apparently there was the the pimp at the beginning who owned the blue car that was like beating her up. Then he gets murdered. Yeah. 
because Malcolm McDowell kills him. Is this, who is like higher up? He's like a step up pimp. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's well, there a was step more... up above him. Yeah. Who's like the kingpin guy? <laughs> Meanwhile, you got to remember this isn't like this isn't just a pimp game. It's prostitution and drugs. There's a whole drug ring thing going on. Yeah. So there's so... like there's like Malcolm McDowell was ahead of the first pimp who he killed. There's a guy ahead of him. So she goes to see this guy. Yeah. In his fancy mansion, and she's like, "I want out, and I want you to get him off my tail." And the guy's like, "Okay." So that solves that fucking problem. Why didn't you just fucking do that in the beginning? Yeah, I know, really. Like, it was that easy? You went and said, oh, please, all, sir, I'd like some more? The <laughs> the big boss was like, did not say at all, where's my money, bitch? He didn't say anything like that. He wasn't trying to look for his money or anything yeah. like that. He didn't do any of that nonsense. He's like, all right, with no proof whatsoever, I believe you that Malcolm Adele is trying to kill you and, and is cheating me out of money. You brought no evidence. You're just a hooker off she the said street. He, he didn't. Malcolm McDowell doesn't have the money. Yes. But this guy thinks he does. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell's going to get fucked. Oh, yeah. And he, it was V. He literally v said, fucked he him. He literally said, uh, what she, she asked him what's going to happen to him, and he said something like really sinister, like, oh, him, he's erased, or he, does, he doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. He said some shit like that, and I'm like, well, all right. The guy thought that Malcolm McDowell's character had his money. And he you, didn't. She did. And you know this dude is definitely part of some religious secret society nonsense because she like said... Like the veiled yeah, prostitute or the veiled, veiled prophets. Yeah, the veiled prophets because she said, I just want out. Like, you, I, I don't want anything else to do with this. Just let me Shit. go. Uh, just let me go. And his response was, you may go, my child. What the fuck does this dude think he is? That's kinky. Yeah. Um, but but Ed, but Ed Harris is getting himself some uh, <laughs> some uh, hooker poontang about the size I mean, of. I I know you're not a fan of rom coms, but it's what it is. This this movie, I don't mind rom coms. Here's my here's my problem. The reason why I didn't like it is first of all, I don't give a shit about. I, Pretty Woman's a classic. Uh -huh. It's great. I like it. I don't like it. I don't care. Not a fan. Don't care. You don't, don't like Pretty that. Woman? No, I don't like it that much. Oh, not a fan of it. It's it's. I recognize that it is a good movie. It's just not my movie. So I do recognize. This is a coming-of-age movie that's very old, early early to mid-90s, something like that, that I never watched, so I don't give a shit about the movie. If you want me to care about an old movie that I've never watched like that, you better give me some, like, fucking space zombies or some, some super hardcore action going on or some sci-fi shit or some supernatural shit or some other stuff. You want sci-fi shit. I want something that, like, I can gravitate towards, you know? This is like, I don't care. This is Brady Bunch So, down. I'm trying to think... In 1993, when this came out, I would have been, like, third grade. So I would have been, like, the same age as these kids. Maybe Did you ever concoct a plan where you're like, let me go find a hooker and I just I remember watching this movie when it came out, and I was about the same age as those kids. And I remember really, really liking this movie. After re-watching it this week, I was kind of like, e Yeah, this is not a good movie. Not e at all. I mean, it was fun. Like, I had a fun time just talking about it right now. Yeah, it's fun to talk about. But there was, it doesn't hold up. Mind you, it me watching this, I'm like, how long is this movie left? How, what, how much time is left in this movie? Kind of halfway through it, I'm like, mm, can we get to, oh, there's a lot. It's a two-hour okay. fucking movie, basically. It's basically two hours. Anyway. All right. My Tuck, turn? Yeah, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Tucker I and Dale. I want to know what you fucking thought of this movie. So, I was not expecting this at all. Uh, came uh, on. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name? Alan. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, who you love. I love Alan Tudyk. You and love him. Tyler Le As soon as I, like, he came on right away, and I'm like, oh, well, that's why he loves this movie. 
I was not expecting the movie to be like it was. I thought it was going to be a stereotypical classic horror. cabin in the woods horror movie where a bad guy does something. It's not that at all. It's about two rednecks who aren't bad guys at all. They're actually they're actually lovable. Yeah, you actually really root they're for not, these guys. You would assume they're that they wear MAGA hats and they voted for Trump, but they're kind of. They're kind of like borderline democratic almost. They're kind they of like, were. They're kind of like very much like into, you have your own rights, do what you want to do, man. Like, do your thing, man. They did. They, they mentioned a couple times that they would have the same conversations together that I feel like you and I have together. Yeah. Like, neither one of us are anything remotely close to a redneck. But I felt like they reminded me of you and I. Yeah. Those two. I don't know why I got that vibe. So I totally liked them. But the story is... It's a comedy. It's a horror comedy. A group of college kids, and it's the classic good-looking guys with the really hot babes, and they go to the cabin, and they see the rednecks, and they think, oh, my God, these rednecks are going to murder us. But they're not. They're doing their own thing. But then chaos ensues where it's just like a whole bunch of accidents happen, and it makes it look like... Tucker and Dale, the two rednecks, are the ones committing the murders, <laughs> and they're not at all. They're got just all like, these kids commit suicide around like, me. Oh my god! <laughs> like, like, like a, a, somebody would run at them and like impale themselves on a on a post right in front of them. They'd be like, "Oh my god!" Then the other kids would come around the corner and see them there with the person. They'd be like, "Oh my god, he's a murderer!" It was funny. It was funny as shit. I love the wood chipper scene. That the was so good. The dude scene. runs out. He's like, "I'm gonna kill you!" And he like one of them is running a wood chipper. He's legitimately like chopping brush. Yeah, he's like just putting shit like, in there. Up, up! Somebody's going in there. As soon as he started, like somebody's going headfirst into there. A second later, he's like, "All right." He's bending over. This kid's trying to run full force and push him in there. And he moves the last second. The kid dives in and the blood just squirts. He's like, what the fuck? This dude grabs his legs like, I'll save you. I'll save you. I'll save you. He's trying to pull him out. And everybody, again, they come around the corner and they see him grabbing the leg. <laughs> It was so funny. There's one. There's one of the kids that they manage to break through and convince that yeah. they are not evil. And it's 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 the love interest. The, the love cute, interest. The cute yes. blonde. Oh man, dude! I, I was not expecting this at all. It was it was. Uh, it seemed like it was a low budget, yeah. low budget movie. I heard they want to do a sequel. It was fun. It was entertaining. Not a good movie, but who cares? Like. <clears throat> Like I liked it, I enjoyed it. I ha that that's what it is with movies. I mean, and you are too critical. You are too when you, when you you dissect movies too much. You're like fucking Siskel and Ebert over here. <laughs> I'm a kind of guy. I just want to watch a movie and I want to be entertained by it. And that's what this movie did to me. That I watched the whole time. I'm there was scenes that I laughed out loud. There was laugh out loud scenes, and there was like also some, it was it was comedy that was thinker comedy and there was like dick and fart joke comedy it was like yeah. it was like a blend of both it wasn't just one or the other and i loved that i love that oh man good good movie good i movie. wanted to give this to you months ago a long time ago and it was on prime and then they took it off prime or it was on netflix and they took it off and i was like no i, I was literally a week away from giving scott this movie and I was, so mm -hmm. i have been searching for this movie all the time and it finally came back on prime i was like immediate this is the one right here boom 
It's a surprising you, when you look at the like the cover art for it, or where you're scrolling through Netflix yeah. or Prime or whatever. You look and you're like, ah, I don't want to watch this. Right? That's give how it did. a fucking chance. Hey, put the thing, put the thing back up because right. if you look at if you look at the poster for it, it looks just like a classic murderous hillbillies in the woods. Yeah, it's not. It's not that at all. What's it say at the top? It says, "Evil just messed with the wrong hillbillies." There you go. There you go. Tagline of the uh, movie. Very cool. Very cool. <coughs> Thank you. I you're enjoyed welcome. it. I you're enjoyed welcome. it. More like that, please. Uh, you're not going to be happy with this next pick then. Okay. Um, so it's time to pick next week's course of cinema. All right. And Scott, I'm going to be open and honest with you. I did not have enough time to really pick one. So when we were watching The Bad Batch, I was scrolling through my streaming service and like, all right, what what can I give it to you? The problem that I realized a long time ago that you and I have is that you watch a lot of movies. That's why we you, do an entertainment-based podcast because I've seen a lot of films. You watch so many movies. I have the problem. We kind of talked about this a little bit previously I have an issue where if I'm watching a movie and it's shit, I have no problem saying, like, well, I don't want to watch this movie, and I shut it off. You don't have that do problem, that. so therefore you have so many more picks. Yeah. I, I am more inclined to watch a shitty movie than you are. Yes. Like, it's a shitty movie. You're like, I'm not watching that until I give it to you for Course of Cinema. Because yeah. I do give you shitty movies. You do. Very um, much. <laughs> I will be the one like, oh, this movie looks like shit. I'm going to press play. Why do I do that? I don't know. Because I'm not, I take watching movies with a grain of salt. I think uh, mindless fucking humor or stupid action or whatever, whatever, I'll yeah. watch it. I got a couple movies lined up that I still need to watch, but I didn't have time to. So I'm giving you this movie. I did want to give it to you before, but you don't really like this genre of filming. I swear to God, if you give me a Fast and the Furious movie. No, don't worry about that. Don't okay. worry about that. It's definitely not that. It's definitely <laughs> not that. Um, you're not You're not particularly a big fan. You don't indulge in this type of um, medium, is what I'm going to say. Um, and so we talked about it a long time ago, a little bit, and we had an ex extensive conversation about this movie, and I just never gave it to you to watch. You've never seen it. I'm going to have you watch an anime. Okay. It is the original Ghost in the Shell. Okay. It is on Prime. It was. It's on Amazon Prime, free with ads. So it's basically through IMDb TV is what it is. So it's free with ads on Amazon Prime. Search for it. There are two versions of this movie. They're both same movie, but there's Ghost in the Shell 2.0, which they just went back and like sharpened up some of like the animation and uh, things like that. Just kind of like. I don't. I didn't watch it, but from what I read, they just kind of like made things brighter, made things more vivid. You like just kind of like remastered it a little bit, so you could choose to watch whichever one. It doesn't matter. Same story, same content. Okay. Okay. Well, you're gonna get. <clears throat> I'm gonna give it to you now, then, sir. Because you're doing this to me, I'm gonna do this to you. Oh boy. So. I have a feeling I know what it is. Oh, you do, huh? I do have a feeling. I had you download the app Voodoo. Yes. Uh, for those of you who don't have it, Voodoo is a free streaming channel app. I've always had it on my... I don't know why. And occasionally I'll check it. There's not too much great on there. But uh, you didn't have it. And I had you get it and it's free. You're going to watch on Voodoo the movie Epoch. Epoch. Yes. It is a sci-fi movie. 
Uh, I'm not going to say too much about it. It's on Vudu. You're going to watch that film. All right. And we have a lot of time to watch <coughs> these. Yes, we have. Because, like I said, this is our mid-season finale, or we're taking a break. Uh, when we come back, it'll probably be almost July. Yeah, almost July. It'll be almost Fourth of uh, July. And, uh, and we'll 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 recap Bad Batch, and we'll go over Ghost in the Shell and Epoch. We should get drunk on Fourth of July, and watch Independence Day and record it, so we can talk about it. I love like that a idea. commentary, commentary Independence Day. That we should be a new thing. We can't. For us, yes, it should be a new like, thing. Like, call it. Like, we could watch yes. Groundhog Day on yes. Groundhog Day. Yeah. We could watch... We, yeah. can't, we can't show the video of the movie. We can't actually show the movie. But we can watch the movie and then talk about it. And you at home could watch the movie and kind of listen to, like, if you want to, like, go along with what we're can talking about. Can we show about. small clips? We could probably show small clips. Yes. Okay. I think we could probably show small clips, but we can't show the entire movie. So... Okay. So, to remind everybody, that is Epoch, for me, on Voodoo. And Ghost in the Shell on Prime Free with ads. If you guys liked what you hear, or heard, if you guys like what you heard, you're heard. If you're heard, you're heard. Um, email us for distraction at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search for distraction at podcast FYD. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Spotify should be updated. Um, Good. I don't think Google Play is updated, so I'm working on that right now. So search for Distraction on there. Uh, we're also on the Electronic Media Collective. So head over to electronicmediacollective.com. EMC. EMC. You can listen to us on there. You can send them emails. Be like, we want more for Distraction. We want these guys to do more stuff. Like, we love these guys. You know? Make us look good. For those of you watching on Facebook or those of you listening who want to tr- uh, re-listen to this or check this out or see any of the visuals, I'm uploading this to YouTube. Head over to YouTube. Um... Search for the name of the episodes right now because we're not popular enough. So if you search for distraction, we're not going to come up. I imagine we're like 50 to 100 pages deep on that search. So search for one of the episode names. I found that that works for finding it. Um, But subscribe there. uh, Share it. Like it. uh, Comment. Do whatever you can. The only way we become popular and more people listen to us is if you guys help us that is True legitimately that. the only way that this works that's that's the way this medium works beer the show thank the beer, beer the, the show. show penguin city beer from youngstown ohio wrong side there, there you I'm go homo. spin it i'm spinning it good job yes. next time i'm gonna try to put like just a picture and just be professional about it and just put an p- overlay over it so i'd have to let you know what the beer was ahead of time so you could prepare it that's not something I'm prepared to do. It doesn't do. take long. It takes me like two seconds. So you, when you bring the beer in, you could just be like, hey, here's a beer. So the three T's <coughs> are, are something that I practice as a 19-year-old. They are tequila, touchdowns, and titties. Are you a fan? I am a fan. Do you still do those now, though? Yes. <laughs> I still love them. <laughs>